Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome, everyone, to AEW All Elite Wrestling Unrestricted. This is the official podcast of All Elite Wrestling. I'm Tony Schiavone, along with Aubrey Edwards. What's up? What's up, Aubrey? Hi, how are you? I'm fine. How are you doing? I miss you. No, you don't. You'll get over. Yeah, it's fine. I'll see you eventually. No, actually, I do miss you too, sweetie. <laughs> I, uh, I I miss uh, I miss getting together. Uh, we do it uh, not as often as we used to, but we get together uh, every other week and and do uh, dynamite and do uh, about a thousand dark matches. A thousand, yes. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> that's what that's what it feels like. A thousand dark matches and uh, women's matches now in the Cup tournament. And anyway, it's good to have you with us. And we welcome Isaiah and Mark Quinn private party what's up your boys is here uh-huh hey i just want to i wanted to kind of get this out of the way because i wanted to I, I know it's a private party and i know you have a lot of fun and and you party a lot but every time i go to the bar i always see quinn and isaiah's in bed so i wanted to wonder why why, why that happened well you know uh <laughs> you know sometimes i'm tired you know sometimes i'm talking to somebody on the phone you know I got you. There's a lot of things that I'm, why I'm not there, but you know, sometimes I do be there. Sometimes I do. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about your guys' history. You guys have been a tag team for quite a while, it looks like. Uh, so one time, Fight the World Wrestling Tag Team Champions. One time, Game Changer Wrestling Tag Team Champions. House of Glory Tag Team Champions. Pro Wrestling Magic Tag Team Champions. Warriors of Wrestling Tag Team Champions. And... One of the most exciting teams to watch in all elite wrestling. I know I personally love working with you guys because you're just fucking crazy. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, let's talk about AEW. Who contacted you? How did that whole thing happen? Well, everybody, everybody that I tell, you know, how we got to AEW, I I feel like it's almost I shot my shot. Um, I used to do these highlight videos where it would be a compilation of our matches just to sum it up in like two minutes or so. But no, it was all right. We caught a little buzz, but finally I was like, what if we just put a video of just only our moves? It was a one-minute video, nice and simple, got straight to the point. Next thing you know, I did it, and FTR, they post something about the Young Bucks. They said, one day we'll fight the Young Bucks and everybody rejoice. Mm. So I kind of did the same thing where I put that one-minute video. I got straight to the point. It was a one-minute video, and I said the same thing that FDR said. I said, one day we'll face the Young Bucks, and everybody will rejoice, and I tagged them. And next thing you know, a couple hours later, it blew up. And Matt liked it. Uh, he retweeted it with eyes or something, and, and 
after that, you know, that video called like almost maybe 15,000 views. And we were pretty like talk of the town at that time. Mm-hmm. I think, I believe it was a week later or so. I get a text uh, hit up from Matt on Twitter. And he's basically like, hey, are you guys signed? And you guys are good. Keep killing it. I was like, no, we're not signed. Uh, we're just, you know, doing independent shows. Underneath was, I'm starting a new project up. Mm. You guys keep us in mind. I was like, absolutely. You know, like, so you know, fast forward February, you get a call from Christopher Daniels saying, hey, they want to sign you to AEW. That's the story I feel like, you know, we shot a shot and we were seven curry from the three-point line. We made it. Yeah, that was a big shot. Now, you, you, uh, Isaiah, you were in the uh, Double or Nothing at Battle Royal. Yeah. Did you get booked to do that based on what you were just talking about? I think Quinn was in there, too. He just came out later. Yeah. Oh. Definitely. I definitely was there. Okay, got you. You came. I, I made I was the. I was the final four. How can you miss something so important like that? Yeah, that, that, that's before I started. Oh. <laughs> that's Tony's excuse. I was on the outside trying to not have people fall on me, so... Yeah, I was definitely final four, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, Isaiah, you were in the first four, right? Or the second? Yes, I was in the first four. Okay, so somebody got first. No, no, I was in the first four. No, I was in the second four. Sorry, I was in the second four. You were before Quinn. That's the most important part. Yes, I was before Quinn. And I think he was right after me. Yeah. Um... But I was nervous. I was super nervous, especially being in, a, in the arena and like arena like that, like MGM Arena in Vegas. Right. Just to be in a locker room with athletes like Jericho and, and Young Bucks and Cody and Hangman and Kenny and just, just being in that atmosphere was a, a little overwhelming. But, you know, everything happens for a reason. I got to take the opportunity and, you know. So you guys debuted as a tag team, I think, at last year's Fighter Fest. It was a three-way between Best Friends and SCU. What were your thoughts going into that match? Because it's like, this is your entry point as you are now representing this company that says it's all about tag team wrestling. No pressure, guys. Oh, I remember that moment. I was I was crazy scared because I was just like, nobody's going to care. No one is going to care. And the most nerve-wracking part for me is the entrance. But then when our music started playing and then our name popped up on the screen, we started getting chairs. And that's when I was just like, we got this. We got this. So then we got out there and everything after that, I was just like, easy. 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 <laughs> you guys had mentioned about uh, being with uh, the video for the Young Bucks. And now you face the Young Bucks in the tournament and you go over. Oh, my God. Big deal, right? What does that mean? Let's go over. Going over means you win. Thank you. <laughs> Have you not been watching the Matt Hardy segments on BTE mm-hmm. <laughs> where, where he explains? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was like, oh, that's what that means. Okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of information. There's a lot of information coming in. It, there is. There is. You guys win. So how did that feel? Amazing. I scored the pinfall victory. What a mark. Everything that Quinn, <laughs> Quinn, Mark, Quinn, mm-hmm. it was everything I felt like we worked hard for. Yeah. The amount of pressure that was on us, it's like starting the first round of uh, the tag team tournament. It was crazy. And especially to face a tag team like the Young Bucks, who've been all over and been doing this for double the amount of years we've been doing it. Uh, the, the pressure was on, but as soon as we got there and, and things just started clicking, things just started rocking and rolling, and next thing you know, oh yeah, we... gin and juice, ah, shoot a star, ah, they go for the tombstone, I pulled out Nick, screw you, Quinn pulls up, one, two, three, man, the roof went on fire, we started celebrating, after that we went to the bar, I said, yo, give me a shot of Henny, a shot of Patron, they go, yo, you sure you want to mix? I'm like, yeah, I'm water tonight, 
That's how good I felt. Oh so words, can, I can't put it to words how, how much that match made me. That was my favorite match in my career. Yeah. First TV match. Yeah. First TV match. First time in front of, on, on TNT. It's, it's just so much. It's just crazy, you know? It's just, I can't put in, like I said, I can't put into words how great I felt after that match and how it still affects me to this day. It's just incredible feeling something like that with all the fans just reacting the way they did. Like absolutely, and I I remember I remember uh, the fact that you know our boss Tony was super super happy and and he got a picture with all four of us after the match and like we're so proud of us and everybody in the back was just clapping. You know, as a young team, that just felt like I just felt accepted by the locker room and all our parents. Like, okay, you guys did good, like, good job, and it's, it was just so so nice. It was such a nice feeling. Where it's a moment where you basically end up proving yourself, right? Yeah, which then is a curse now. <laughs> it's a curse now. It, yeah, it's it's a curse because now now that's what we know this for. Ah, and it's like <laughs> we, I felt personally. I feel like we haven't quite hit that match again, like that oomph from that match. Yeah. Well, it's hard to hit that oomph today when you don't have crowd reactions like you do. And and you guys are you guys are young, you're exciting and you feed off the crowd, right? And it's like every every team does and it, and it's hard to get that back, I think. Talk about how difficult it is or is it difficult to wrestle with a very limited uh crowd? You want me to hit that off, Isaiah, or or you got it? Got it, you got it. I'm gonna say oh, it's, for me it's very difficult. Very and it's just, for me, it's just like, like you said, you have to feed off the crowd. Right. Without the crowd, I get tired. I just, I just sit there like, I'm forgetting that I'm performing at times. Mm. So it's just like me just sitting here. But then, you know, it wakes me up when I see that red light. And I'm like, you know what? They are there. They are watching. Right. So then I do push through it. And then I do pull out my, you know, quintessential moveset. Quintessential. <laughs> Uh, oh, oh, <laughs> I love that. What, what was that hating? I say, I just heard the. <laughs> no, I was like, ah, like it was, it was, it was clever. You know, quintessential, essential. I'm giving you the props. Oh, okay, yeah. So he's being a supportive tag team partner. That's what you want, right? There you go. I'm giving you the props, man. Come on. Yeah, I'm a little shocked right now. <laughs> I'm gonna give you the hot tags right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very difficult. But then again, it reminds me of back in back in the time when we was training because um, we were training. We we're only surrounded by our our fellow students, and we use their energy to hype us up. So it just brings you back to training days. But like like Quinn said, it's it's still a it's still a hard thing to adapt to. When our red light is on, you know it's go time, so you can't stop now. Hey, I want to talk about the first uh, Dynamite. You didn't wrestle on the first Dynamite, but you guys did a little thing with uh, Jay and Silent Bob, uh, who are big-time movie stars. That had to be really cool, right? I mean, to be able to do that, because to me, it was it was uh, w- one of the highlights of my night was being able to meet those guys, where you guys do something with them. That had to be cool. Let's go, Quinn. Quinn, you answer this one first. Yeah, I was about to say, it was, it was cool. Pretty much doing that. At first, I was just like, was that the first episode? And I was like, yeah. I'm going to tell you, I first saw them, which is pretty weird, on this show called Degrassi. Mm-hmm. That's when I first saw them. And then when meeting them, they were just pretty cool. And I was just like, at first I was just like, oh, God, these guys are pricks. <laughs> and they got to do a spot with us and not knowing who we are. But other than that, it's pretty exciting. Uh, the only thing I would change is the fact that Isaiah definitely took more camera time <laughs> from me because he always does that. So he's the only he was the he was the only prick out of the whole. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I am the better I am the better looking one. So 
Whoa, whoa, time out. Not at, not at all. No comment. You are not. That is not true. And then you, you're the one who spent 30 minutes in the makeup chair. Yikes. Oh, I, yeah, <laughs> hey, yeah, hey, now. Yeah. We, we pay those makeup people for our roster. Exactly, exactly. But let's not talk about the, uh, the disconnected beard you got. <laughs> oh, oh, my bad. This is live? <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, my man. bad. Okay. We might watch a tag team breakup over the course of this podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would hate those admin scars to come back. Um, but that question to, to answer, the answer to that question, Tony, I felt good. It wasn't the fact that I felt good being next to Jay and Silent Bob. It was the fact of the crowd reaction. As soon as we got out there, there was a crowd and they, ah, and expect, and, and, and especially that it was a big arena, like the Capitals, uh, Capitals One Arena, right? Capital One Arena, I believe, in Washington, right? Yeah, it was a, it was a so loud arena, too. But the fact that the fans was chanting our names and just cheering as soon as we came out, we even wrestled, was pretty a big deal to me. Yeah, that was, that was, it was a dope moment right there. We're talking to Isaiah and Mark of Private Party talking a little bit about their their introduction to the AEW audience beating the Young Bucks, all the exciting moments that have happened uh, at the start. We're going to talk a little bit about working with Matt Hardy and also all of your guys' training. This will be fun. This is AEW Unrestricted. We're here with Private Party, one of the most exciting tag teams in all elite wrestling. Speaking of exciting, recently you guys have been paired up with Matt Hardy, which... I know that you guys had a chance to wrestle, I think, him and his brother Jeff back in the day. I'm going to show you something, all right? This is a, a AW unrestricted. No, sorry, AW restricted. Is it unrestricted or unrestricted? It's unrestricted, yeah. It literally says it's in the logo, dude. I mean, yeah, like, what are you reading, man? <laughs> Yo, get this guy out of here. <laughs> <laughs> this is an exclusive, all right? All right. Where is he going? I have no idea, but... Uh... For those of you not watching on video, he has disappeared, and he's got... Oh, high intensity five. Myself and Quinn has this, right? So okay. after the match, you know, yeah. for anybody who doesn't know, we are big fans of the Hardy Boys. The Hardy Boys is what got us into wrestling. Well, I, well, got me into wrestling. Wow, okay. Same, same for me. There is no other tag team that's out there, past or present, in my opinion, that's bigger than the Hardy Boys. Sure. Hardy Boys is the pinnacle to me. They're at the top, in my in my opinion. So after the match, we was able to get an autograph from the Hardys, basically saying thank you. And this will ever be in my life, wherever I move to, <laughs> till the day I die. Because this means a lot to me. That's all. And you guys were all on the poster together. That's awesome. Yeah. Look at it. Yeah, I was about to say, I, re I remember us trying to be cool getting the autographs. Yeah. So, so what happened was we sent one of our friends to get them autographed, right? And he goes up to Matt and Jeff, and he's like, oh, who's making this out to? And he sits there and look at us, and he goes, I don't know, this is this. And, and then we have to sit up there and go, <laughs> yeah, this is ours. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Well, so needless to say, you guys doing something with Matt Hardy, which you've done now on, on Dynamite, is pretty cool, right? Oh, yeah. The best. I can't even put into words who that is. Like, yeah. If I'm going to learn from anybody about tag team wrestling, it's going to be him or Jeff. So he's, he's talked to you guys, uh, uh, Isaiah, he's talked to you guys a lot about tag team wrestling recently. I mean, when you guys get together, do you, does he look, talk about your matches, give you some pointers? How does that all work out? Oh, absolutely. We talk about the match, talk about what we want to do before the match, and he gives us advice on what to do, what not to do. And after the match, she'd be like, hey, he'd be like, uh, did you guys like the match? Did you mess up anything? Did you feel like anything would change? And we'd tell him how he actually felt. And he'd be like, yeah, what if you did this here, then this here, then maybe 
don't do this, but do that. So he always gives us advice on how to be a better tag team. Speaking of which, have you guys had a chance to actually train at the Hardy compound? Never. Never. Let me not say never. Let me not say never. Let me not say never. But so far, we have not been there yet. Not yet. Yet. Maybe soon. Hopefully. Hopefully. Let's go back to when you guys started. Uh, Quinn, take this one first. Uh, how did you guys start tag teaming together? Well, the first time we teamed up, I think it was just like, I would have to say we, we go way back, maybe 2012. Okay. 2012, 2013, there was a burning building. And I happened to be walking by and I, and I heard a kid crying from the burning building. And the, the crazy thing is Isaiah was walking. And he heard the same thing. Long story short, we ended up going inside the building, saving the kid, and we came back and we looked at each other and was like, you're not too bad, you're not too bad. And that's <laughs> how far back we go as a team. And that's how it all started. You piece of shit. Wait, what? <laughs> you're a liar. What? <laughs> uh, that's, either, that's either the greatest story in the world or the biggest bullshit story I've ever heard in my life. I don't know which one it is. Okay. Wow. I, I'm, I'm, I'm baffled right now. This is beyond me. I can't believe it. Oh, my God. We can't save kids now? Oh, no, you can save kids, but... <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you saw each other, and, like, did he jump from the top floor and do, a, like, a, you know, like a 450 moonsault with a kid in his hand and land on you, and you said, man, that's great. Close. Close. He actually shot yeah. me up. Actually, I, I'm, I'm surprised you got that close, but... Yeah. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't exactly like that. Okay, I get it. Well, that's, that is, that's a very interesting story. So then you started training together at uh, House of Glory. Is that right? Yes. Let's start with Isaiah. Isaiah, uh, when you guys first went into House of Glory, uh, the gym wasn't on fire, was it? No, Jim. Thank, thank God. No, no. But if it was, if it was on fire, we're the guys. You're the, the guys. guys. Okay. So Isaiah, take this one first. Talk about House of Glory for us. Oh, House of Glory was cool. Actually, I fucking hate that school. No, I'm fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was cool. I would train at Amazing Red, and we had a we had Brian Excel there too. The vibes was good. You know, Red was one of my favorite wrestlers as well. Yeah. So oh, yeah. To be able to learn from him and, and, and basically spread his knowledge onto us was, uh, was a big deal to me. It was hard. Trust me, it was hard because he would, he would beat me up. Mm. I think everybody. But that's how you learn. You know, you learn to be like, all right, it's, uh, it's basically to prepare yourself before it. Um, you know, I'm kind of mumbling my words right now. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> we like <laughs> We like it the way they are. So... Quinn, talk about uh, talk about uh, House of Glory. Oh man, honestly, House of Glory was like that was definitely my second home. I basically lived there. I got away with not paying dues too. How did that? Happen? <laughs> I mean, like, like um, but other than that, I would say Red was the first guy. It was the first. He actually was the first match I saw in TNA. Right. And when I found out he was from Brooklyn, New York, it was definitely a no brainer joining the school because the first match I saw was Red versus AJ Styles. Oh wow. Yeah, and it was like. Brooklyn, New York, and I was just like, whoa, that's cool. Then later on, he opens up the school, so I was just like, yeah, I'm joining it, hands down. I spent a lot of my life there, the majority of my life there. So, Mark, you mentioned seeing that as your first match. Isaiah, what was the first match you saw? Like, At what point were you like, okay, this is for me? Uh, his was um, Red versus me. <laughs> when I, I was facing Red, and I, I remember this was like a little bit after the fire. Yeah, but last, last time I uh, checked, she asked me, though. Like Quinn. Mm -hmm. That's true. See, this is like, like I try to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chill, 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 chill. Are you are you saying which match that's that made me want to be a wrestler or? Yeah, like if there was anything on TV you saw or first match you ever saw, anything that's like from way back when, it's really super memorable. 
Man, I believe it was. He can't remember his spots. Why he go back? <laughs> yo, yo, you let me talk. Damn. <laughs> I believe when Jeff Hardy was in TNA, and he and he had that whole feud against Abyss, mm. and he jumped off. Um, he did a swanton onto Abyss on the table from this little scaffold thing, and that just made me realize, like, holy, this is dope. And that that made me want to find out more about professional wrestling and what it has and what and you know what it has to offer and stuff like that. You know. So you guys definitely have some, I'll say, unique chemistry. Thank you. You guys bicker like an old married couple. It's pretty great. Oh. <laughs> so how you guys have a lot of uh, really interesting tag team moves, uh, Silly String, Gin and Juice, among some of them. What's the process for you guys coming up with something like that? Is it collaborative? Is it Mark just basically saying, here's what we're going to do, and Isaiah going along with it? Yeah, that's most likely. That's exactly how it is. I'd be like, one, two, three, and Isaiah just goes. <laughs> All right. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. Quinn makes up most of the moves, right? Silly string, I'll take credit for. Now, actually, we saw a video of silly string, right? Well, not silly string. Um, we saw a video of the movement of the guy off the back and coming back in, but it wasn't a DDT. It was head scissors, right? So I showed Red, and like Red, you think you could do this? And he said, "What if you know? What if you did that into a DDT?" And we tried it, and surprisingly. The first person we did it on was Ortiz from Santana, uh, from PMP. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, so that was the first time we hit it. And then we was like, okay, we can start using this. So before, a little while it was our finisher. It would be a silly string, boom, into the 450. So that's how it evolved. But as far as gin and juice, that's Mark Quinn right there. We actually have a lot of moves that we haven't even showed yet at AEW. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, we got life at a party. You want me to explain it to you? Yes, love to. AEW Unrestricted Exclusive. Yep. All right, so here you go. Wait a minute. I'm not going to do that. I was about to do it, but then I just thought about it. Well, I thought you should you should, you should, you should keep it. Because what if our opponents is watching us? Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. And we set it up, and they'd be like, you know what? I heard this on the podcast. She was almost had me. She almost had me. Yeah. Don't want you to expose this stuff. I can tell you that. <laughs> like how you told me that Sting didn't do the jump? Yeah. I had to break his heart the other day when I told him that the guy that was on fire at the top of the uh, top of the entryway was not Sting. It was a stunt guy. And he went, what? It wasn't Sting? I said, no, it wasn't. But see, I didn't know that until recently. Really? Yeah. Wait, so you thought it was Sting, too? I thought it was Sting, too, yeah. So, But I didn't know that. It's a pretty well-kept secret. Yeah, it, 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 there you go. Hey, you, you guys being from Brooklyn and being from the New York area, was uh, going to WWE ever a goal for you when you're – getting uh into wrestling was that was that your goal i mean for kids up there i would think it would be yeah because that's what we had right i mean you talked about the hardy boys right the hardy boy and i'm sure you saw the hardy boys against uh edge and christian in that ladder match which is maybe the greatest tag team ladder match of all time and and no mercy yeah no mercy 99 yep yeah <laughs> obviously you did <laughs> 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 We're talking to Private Party, Isaiah and Mark. Really awesome dudes here at AEW Unrestricted. We are talking to Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn, Private Party. Mark Quinn, as we know, not only doubles as a great tag team wrestler, but he is a computer expert as well. I do it all. You do it all, man. You, you, got, a new, you got a new theme song, Shots. Yes. Talk about the new theme and who wrote it. To be honest, I don't even know who... Um produced it i i wrote it i'm in the <laughs> you wrote it yeah oh my god part that's it other than that that's all isaiah 
Isaiah, what can you tell us about the theme song? So we're just talking to Jericho, right? We're talking to Jericho. We're talking about, hey, what can we do to better our tag team? Like, what, what, what's the steps you need to take? And he said, first off, you need to get a new song, something that fits you. And I was like, you know what? You're right. So I started listening to different songs and then got ideas in my head. And my friends were actually rappers. And I was like, hey, what if my friends could produce my song? What if they could make the song? And I actually have a guy who uh, is a producer that could produce beats. So we just did a little project. I told him what I'm, what I'm aiming for. I kind of came up with the lyrics, well, the chorus, the shots, 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 kind of like so we get some crowd participation whenever the fans come back. I told him the chorus. They made the lyrics featuring Zelly Daniels, Ricky, and Stay Low Down. So if you ever want to go check out their music on the side, you can. But they made the song Shots, and then my girlfriend, she made Oh My God, Is That Private Party? Oh, my God, that's my favorite part. <laughs> oh, my can't wait till the crowd comes back. I really can't wait. Yeah, I just want to. I just want to use that part for if we do run-ins. Yeah, <laughs> just it just says, "Oh my God, is that private party?" And then plays nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing else. That's the only thing for run-ins. Oh my God, that's fucking great. <laughs> All right, so you guys wrestle as a tag team, but have either of you thought of singles career? I don't. I don't think so. I, I like tag team wrestling too much. You know, if I was to have a single match, then I just have it. But it's so much creative things that you can do when you have a tag team partner by your side. There's so much opportunities and so much things they could do outside the box that create a better match and, and better the storyline, you know? Like, Mark, I know that you recently had a singles match against Cody for the TNT title. I think that was your first singles match in how long? Three years. Three years, yeah, because you were, you were gassed. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that, and I was calling the match, but it was a great match. That's, that's, not, that's not true at all. She's mixing it up. Cody, he was the one that was exhausted. Cody was the one that was gassed, okay. Yeah. Okay, somebody was gassed in the match. Mark, I want to talk about that match. When they approached you about doing that match, what did you think about it? Uh, at first, I thought they was joking. Really? Yeah, so I was joking along. I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm joking along with him too, and they're like, no, we're serious. And then when I, and then when I was watching Dynamite back, that's when the, like the whole flyer popped up, and I was just like, right, I have to do this. So then like my nerves was going crazy because I was just like, oh my gosh, there's no way I could do a singles match. There's huh. No way. And not not that because I get tired, but there's a chance that I probably could get tired and not be able to tag out, and then it could be a mess. But it wasn't a mess. It was a good match. I mean, you had to be happy with it because I thought it was a very good match. Yeah. Oh, thanks a lot. Yeah. And, and I wasn't even 100%. So, right. <laughs> Just imagine. Just imagine if I was. Yeah, man. I know. I remember watching that match thinking that guy could save a kid in a burning building. Thank you. If he needed to. Thank you. And now, proof positive, we know that this is a thing that can happen. Absolutely. Hey, want to talk about uh, your workout routines? Because, I mean, Quinn, you're looking big today, buddy. Look at that. Isaiah gave us a double buy when we started. Isaiah, start with you. Talk about your workout routine. Well, the gyms are closed in New York, so I have a couple of dumbbells. If I'm doing anything, I'll do a 20-minute circuit, and I'll just probably do some curls, some push-ups, some, some, a little bit of benching. Might do some little dips. But in the morning, I wait until 12 o'clock. I don't eat. Ooh. And I mix it up where I do jump roping or I run the track in my backyard little jumping jacks or do the treadmill. So I always switch it up at least three to four times a week. And that's my regimen right there. So that's from Monday to Friday and Saturday and Sunday. That's when I get lit. <laughs> you know me, Tony. You know me. You know how I get down. I, I, 
He don't know you. He just said he didn't see you at the bar. So how he know you? <laughs> he don't know you. Yeah, listen, I can look at him. I know him. <laughs> I get it. He's about to get excited and stuff. Get up, sit down. <laughs> Mark, what about your routine? Uh, just like my moves. No, your workout. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm comparing them. The same thing. Just like my moves, I'm um, natural. This is just me. I just wake up and I'm, yeah. That's my workout routine. You just kind of lay in bed all day and watch movies and do video games and show up and wrestle. Is that it? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Video, it's definitely the video games. <laughs> oh, I hate. I hate working out. That's why I don't do it. <laughs> imagine imagine seeing Private Party in trunks. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Goodness. <laughs> we wear pants for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <Okay. laughs> Oh boy, I'm taking notes for your next match. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> so that's actually a nice segue. Uh, we've got some fan Q and A. I wanted to ask you. So we got a question on Twitter from at AEW Ashley Mark. Where does your style inspiration come from? Your gear and your overall look. Oh, it's a really good question, Ashley. I guess I'm not to give you a really good answer. It's typically how it works. Yeah, this is tough. I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain where it came from. To be honest, it's just, I guess the best thing I could do is um, say it just came from my head. My hairstyle was actually um, inspired by Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> from Super Mario, my, my gear, I just thought of like, what would a party look? And it's normally like, it's party, like it's a tuxedo suit, really. Right. Does wrestling and tails ever get in the way? Yes. <laughs> not, not really. Not really. Um, it only got in the way once. And I was say it was with the match against Cody. It was a point where I tried to roll over, but he stepped on the tail <laughs> and I couldn't go nowhere. And I was like, oh, <laughs> this is awkward. Oh, man. Yeah, I think every time I walk over to Miss Sandra's sewing machine, she's always making you guys new gear. Right, we like, we like to switch it up. You know, we like to. I was about to say, let me call her out right now. Miss Sandra, stop being slow. Now. <laughs> or we should not be seeing you sewing our gear. It should have been done. Wow. It's not that it shouldn't have been done. It's that you have a billion different sets of gear. <laughs> that should have been done. <laughs> All right. Next fan question. Trick 1042. Uh, if you could pick any two wrestlers, dead or alive, for epic dream tag team match, who would you pick and why? Isaiah. Oh. Number one is more the city machine guns. Yeah. For sure. Hands down. And number two, they're actually on our roster. FTR. Really? Wow. Very cool. Those are my two matches. That'll be an excellent match. Just the two, That's, the two different styles will complement each other really well. Yeah, I, I think I think we would tear the house down. Hopefully, by the time we do face his fans there, so that's when that's two of my dream matches right there, hands down. Mark, what about you? I'm gonna think outside the box on this one. Besides, besides our roster, besides you, best. I'm gonna have to say, if me and Isaiah could face Undertaker and Sting, that's the team. Wow. Undertaker and Sting, I, I'm pretty sure we'd give them <laughs> one half a fight. Match of the year. Most likely. Undertaker's going to be like six more rides. <laughs> <laughs> Sting is going to take the dive off the stage this time for real. Yeah. That's really thinking out of the box. That's uh, that, that's some good stuff. Okay. Got another one from uh, at Skitch NM and at Super Townsend, both on Twitter. Want to know. You really showed off your creativity recently on BTE. How did you guys come up with those crazy backyard segments during quarantine? 
Quinn, you start with that since you seem so excited about it. I mean, just just like anything else, that's private party. <laughs> it's actually Isaiah's idea. Like everything with private party. Really? No. No, it was, oh. it was not Isaiah. No. Said <laughs> 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 so no one ever. Okay. No one ever said it was Isaiah's idea. <laughs> so Isaiah, talk about those uh, backyard skits. So we, uh, with the bear, we had uh, a few encounters with the bear when we were still on the indies. During the quarantine, we need to stay relevant. And the only way to stay relevant is either you film something for Dynamite or mm-hmm. you know, BTE. So I said, what can we do that's funny that would keep us relevant? And then, boom, there was the bear. And he was like, what if you make it to the storyline? Because Hangman still owed me $12 till this day. Wait, actually, I thought you dropped it. Yo, yeah, we did because we lost, right? Yeah. He still owes you money. In here. Yeah. Yeah. And here, you know, it's all about the principle, you know. But anyways, we just say, what if we infuse the bear? And the $12 and make it a skit, you know? And then we had our boy Isaac who filmed and edited everything. Shout out to him. We had a, a indie wrestler, Bones. And we had another one, Leroy Green, to uh, help us film this stuff. And we made magic, I would think. We made, we, made, we made some magic. Yeah, for a small team. Pretty cool. It was creative. It was funny. Maybe, who knows? You might see him again. Very, very creative. All right. Last fan question. This is from Inoki Slap, also on Twitter. Is, I saw this one a lot. And personally, I want to know what the answer is. If it ain't water, what is it? Pee. <laughs> <laughs> it could be anything. It could be vodka. It could be henny. Yeah. It could be Patron. I have. I actually have all those right there over my bar right now. It could be anything. Depending on what you like. It may, maybe it could probably even be Amsterdam. We don't do Amsterdam. Okay, not Amsterdam. Top shelf. Top shelf only? Top shelf only. Yeah. If you get anything underneath top shelf, I don't want it. Don't even show me. I don't want it. It's a good standard to have. You know, you always got to set yourself standard. You're, you're hot. Your standard has to be hot. I mean, you're athletes. You want to only be putting the best stuff in your body, right? That's that's perfect. That's perfect. The best thing I've ever heard. Exactly. Well, listen, guys, uh, you know, we've, we've been doing a lot of, of kidding around today because you guys are a lot of fun, but you do bring a lot of joy and a lot of happiness to the ring. It's great calling your matches. I it's just every time you guys come out, I, I'm smiling. Hey. It's a lot of fun. You know, and you guys are just wonderful to work with. I can tell you that. So I have a question uh-huh. for you, Tony. And I think a lot of people probably have this question. Okay. You're, you're at the desk, the commentary table. Yes. What happens when you have to pee? <laughs> I never have to pee. Oh, yeah? I don't. I mean, I, I look, I... I, uh, I, see, I see your dark pants. <laughs> <laughs> Stay at the... Is it true? <laughs> it is not. It is true. I'm just asking, is it? No, the last couple of weeks I've been doing dark, and I go out there at uh, 7.45 or whatever, 7.30, and I stay there until dark is over. Yeah, and we'd be going out there at 1 in the morning, so you never had to pee. Nope, nope, never had to. There was one time I saw you walking funny, and then you like, <laughs> So you're telling me. No, I was just drunk that I was drunk that day. <laughs> That's okay. why I was, okay. That, that makes way more sense. <laughs> what about Taz, Excalibur? Yeah. They pee? He has to pee all the time. He runs out and has to pee every time. So y'all can leave. Y'all leave the table. Well, the between, uh, yeah, we could leave the table if we want. But, Commercials. That's what they're there yeah, for. Commercial breaks, but we don't. But I, I really, I can, I can hold it for some reason. That's always been one of my strong suits. That's know? right. You heard it here first, folks. AEW unrestricted. Tony Schiavone <laughs> can hold it from seven p.m. I've had two monsters a day and a bottle of water. I haven't peed yet. Oh my god, that that can't be healthy, dude. Is that private party. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but listen, guys, really, uh, sincerely, you guys are a lot of fun, man. 
we have a great time calling your matches. You bring a lot of joy. So much. Especially, I, I really enjoy it when Isaiah jumps into the ring and then uh, pulls on the ropes and gets you to to stumble, Quinn, on purpose. Uh, I've seen that happen many times, okay? He, he set he set me up. Yeah, I know he set you up. I don't know what that's talking about. Yeah. And if you watch the entrance now, I always have to grab the rope before we make the entrance because I, I just don't trust it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't blame him. Keep doing what you're doing because you're a big part of AEW and we love you guys a lot and you're a lot of fun. And uh, wait, wait, wait. I got some more questions though. You're trying to show up. I'm not finished. Well, I hate to say this, but in 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 WCW terms, we're desperately out of time. You have to email me those. Oh snap! <laughs> you off, buddy. <laughs> this is AEW unrestricted again. Thanks, guys, Isaiah and Mark. You guys were awesome to talk to. Like. Amazing wrestlers, huge jokesters, just fun guys to be around in general. So that's right. Subscribe to AEW Unrestricted Podcast for free Yep, wherever you get your podcasts. And then you can watch us on YouTube, this awesome video episode, where you can see Isaiah lounging in his bed during the entirety of this interview. This is what a match <laughs> You can tune into AEW Dynamite Wednesdays at 8 o'clock, 7 central on TNT. I'm Aubrey Edwards, and this is my buddy, Tony Schiavone. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much, guys. Go enjoy some Patron. Hey, that's my mother. Oh, my God. Is that unrestricted? Boom. Boom.